Hey there everyone, I'm Jared Ellis. Um, Walker is at work tonight, so it is just me. Um, I do apologize for the later upload today. I had a busy day today. And you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Um, so today's episode will be um, pretty much on one topic, guys. Um, the NHL unveiled their plans to return yesterday, so we'll be going through all that. Um, but, before, but before we get started, this episode is, of course, brought to you guys by Built Bar. Um, there's a fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar and is delicious and has flavors for everyone. So go to www.builtbar.com and you use promo code LOCKED ON, that's all caps, no space, for $10 off your first box. Okay, so getting straight on into, well, almost straight on into the stuff. A uh, few other things. Um, we do want to wish congratulations to Alex Ovechkin and his wife on welcoming their new child, um, as well as Ash, the first koala born since Australian wildfires back in January, I believe. Uh, yes, the first koala since all that has been born out in Australia, so that's good news there. And now that that's out of the way, uh, we'll, with the uh, NHL regular season being deemed over and done with, now um, some regular season wars have been um, named. I don't know if they've actually gotten their pictures with the trophy yet or how that's going to work. Um, but Alex Oveshkin and David Pasternak will share the Rocket R- Rocket Richard trophy Um each had 48 goals this season, um, and Austin Matthews had 47 as well, so he was right there, so no one got to 50 goals this season, but that's, of course, because the season was obviously cut short. Leon Dreisaitl won the Art Ross Trophy with 110 total points uh, this season. He was the only player to reach 100 points um, before the season was paused, that is his first Art Ross Trophy. Uh, the Boston Bruins have won the President's Trophy uh, with 100 total points and a .714 point percentage. Um, they were also the only team to reach 100 points uh, before the season was paused. And Tuka Rask and uh, Halleck share the William M. Jennings Trophy. So now that that's out of the way, we will get straight on into the NHL return to play play plan. I went back earlier this afternoon, uh, watched that entire conference, took a bunch of notes. Um, so we all can really sit down, dissect this, um, as well as tomorrow we'll be looking at the draft lottery just because this is going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> um, so first, getting on into this first um Gary Bettman said that the health and safety of the players and all essential personnel that is going to be at this stuff, their health and safety is of utmost importance, obviously. Um, And obviously, if that wasn't the case, well, obviously it's the case, but if their safety and health was going to be in jeopardy, this stuff 
wouldn't happen. Um, and the, we fans, obviously, along with the players we want uh, to have this season finished, crown a champion, and just get sports back and see this season done. We had over 80% of it done, and it would be a shame just to see that you know, just go down the drain. It'd really suck. Um, all that work that all all the players put in, not just on the Hurricanes, but you know, uh, all across the board, every single team. You know, even the ones that don't really like, you know, teams that we're not really fans of. Those teams still put in a hell of a lot of work, um, and you can't discount them for that either. Um, so you want to see their season come to a close obviously the ones who didn't make the qual didn't make the cut they're obviously theirs are just done um which sucks for them you know me also liking anaheim you know sucks to see that season you know just cut completely short you know they couldn't even finish out the season they obviously weren't making the playoffs but you know they couldn't even finish out the season which sucks but it's how it goes sometimes um and Gary Bettman obviously think you know, uh, with the co- cooperation between the NHLPA and the NHL, named obviously a bunch of executives that were uh, instrumental in uh, getting all that together. And he also thanked um, some players that were uh, instrumental in this as well. Um, those being Ron Hainsley, Connor McDavid, Mark Scheifele, John Tavares, and James Van Riemsdyk. They were really key in getting this plan together and put in motion um, for all this to be happening uh, sooner rather than later. Um, So getting on into um, what's going to be going on, obviously 24 teams are going to be contending for the Stanley Cup. Uh, The top 12 from each conference are continuing to play. Um, obviously when given the go-ahead, they will be. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, the 2019-2020 regular season is done in the books. Um, so that's how all that stuff was, those awards were able to be handed out. Um, as far as the other awards, we'll just have to wait and see, um, when that stuff, uh, comes out. Um, it had been mentioned before that there are going to be multiple hub cities, I believe. Uh, four to six are kind of thrown around, but um, maybe like for, you know, for each division. But it is going to be two hub cities, one for the east and one for the west. Kind of makes sense in my opinion. I, maybe, I think that's probably the best there, just keep them all together. Um, and secure everything for each team, so... Secure training facilities, secure locker room. Well, yeah, secure just secure everything so they don't have to worry about cross contamination with other teams. Uh, secure hotels, secure transportation, all that stuff. Um, and it will be fifty personnel for each team is what they're thinking. Um, so pretty much just the key people that each team would need to get the operation going, um, I guess you could say, um, get them out there in playing shape and able to play, um, and 
obviously there will be lots of testing done um, to make sure you know everyone's healthy, no one's sick, all that stuff. Because as mentioned, yeah, you know, you know, there's guys that are you know, having new babies. Uh, obviously, you mentioned Alex Ovechkin, uh, Jake Gardner, and his wife. You know, just had another kid. Um, so, I, and not even just the newborns. You know, just families in general. I know. Uh, I believe in a little interview Jordan Martinook did. You know, him kind of being the spokesperson for the Hurricanes players in all of this. Uh, he was kind of unsure of whether he would bring his family along, um, which I completely understand. Honestly, if I was in his shoes, I probably wouldn't. Um, because obviously, you know, you know, the recovery rate for this COVID-19 you know, is, is high. You know, a lot of people recover from it, but you never know, you know, what your you know, significant other, well, you obviously know if your significant other would have something that could potentially weaken their immune system. And then obviously if you have small children, you don't want to expose them to that. So honestly, I probably wouldn't uh, bring my family along with me. I wouldn't want to risk it. Um, so I completely understand his concern there as well as that's going to be a concern with many, many other players, not even those on the Hurricanes, those on all 24 teams that are going to be participating in this. Um, so again, I get that. Um, phase two, um, her the NHL is obviously in phase one of the return to play, which is just kind of everyone just self isolating themselves um, and whatnot. Phase two, they're hoping to be start in early June, um, where guys would start to return to their uh, teams' home cities. So Hurricanes come to Act Raleigh. Preds would go to Nashville, so on and so forth. Um, and they would begin voluntary small practices um, and training on and off the ice. Um, obviously, those practices would be closed um, to all of us, especially. They're obviously voluntary. So you don't even know. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, Who is even going to show up? Um, I imagine there will be a lot of guys showing up obviously um i feel first you'll get the guys that are stateside um you feel those guys will be the first ones starting to work out and train because you figure the guys that are overseas they're going to have to do a little bit of quarantine uh whenever they get back to the states um so then obviously once they're good to go you know they'll start training again um and then phase three um, is when the teams that will be continuing to play, um, they will begin formal training camps. Um, they're hoping, the NHL is hoping to have that start no later than uh, July 1st or the first half of July. Um, but ultimately that will be up to the CEC, civil authorities, all that stuff. It ultimately hinges on if it's safe for them to, then they will. Um, and then phase four will obviously be all the teams go to the uh, hub cities that they'll be assigned to and resume play. It's obviously no uh, start date for that um, right now because there'd be no way to predict um, that stuff. But they are expect expecting to play into the summer 
and early fall, um, which is kind of something we all figured. Um, but one thing that was a little off-putting was when Gary Bettman said that he was hoping you'd have next season, not the 2020-2021 uh, season, you know, in full and all that. I'm like, I don't, I think they just need to shorten next season, start it in January with the Winter Classic, go through wherever, you know, if that means I believe it would be like a 68-game season. 68 game regular season then I feel that's what should be done for next season but that's just something we'll have to wait and see for now um so far the hub cities obviously haven't been named yet but the ones under consideration as of right now are as follows Chicago Columbus Dallas Edmonton Las Vegas Los Angeles Minneapolis Pittsburgh Toronto and Vancouver. Um, I do think it's funny how ever since the Hurricanes um, voted no to the return to play format that they're no longer under consideration as a hub city. do find that amusing, but that's kind of outside of the point there. Um, personally, I feel that the uh, cities that will probably come down to are Chicago, Dallas, Vegas, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. I feel those are probably going to be the five that I'll come down to. I feel east wise, probably Toronto, west, probably Chicago or Vegas. I mean, Chicago being Chicago, uh, and Vegas being the new hot thing for the NHL. I really don't understand why. I mean, I understand why Los Angeles is in there, um, you know, being Los Angeles and all, uh, you know, one of the second biggest city in the United States, all that, but I don't feel that city should be under consideration. They didn't, they didn't make the qualifying round. I don't feel they should be in it. I understand, you know, from a business perspective, it makes sense to have them in the mix. I do get that, but... I feel that the host city, or cities, I should say, should be ones that made the qualifying round. Uh, And, you know, well, you know what I mean. Uh, There's uh, 24 teams there, um, 12 in the east, 12 in the west. I feel those should be the teams that can host, not one that had a pretty crap season. Um, But that's just my opinion, obviously, the NHL, you know, they're, obviously looking at the safety of their players and personnel but they're also looking at it as a business and LA is a very lucrative market um so we'll just have to wait and see on that um I would imagine we'd probably get those hub cities probably around the time phase two would begin uh or maybe a little after it that's when I feel we'd probably get it um now, going into how this is going to go down, um, the conferences are seeded by points percentage. Um, there's going to be a round robin tournament for the top four teams for each uh, conference for the first round seeding, um, and those will be operating under regular season overtime rules. 
um, and the qualifying round will be all the other teams um, from each conference, and those will be a best of five series there um, operating under playoff overtime rules. Um, it's obviously a conference-based playoff, obviously, um, and they're still trying to determine whether it'll be a bracket format or determined by seeding, which I think just the way they have it set up for now, all these little things that like uh, TSN, NHL, NBC, or NHL, or not NHL, NBC uh, Sports Network, yeah, I feel that'd be fine, just the bracket format, format just do that. Um, the qualifying teams will play the top seeds, obviously, will go into the official how all that will be looking here in a few minutes. Um, and the first and second round um, are will either be a best of five or a best of seven. That is still to be determined. Um, personally, I think I'll probably go with the best of five. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they go best of seven, but... Um, the NHL is hoping to have the first and second rounds done in a little over a month. So I think to achieve that timetable, I feel the best of five series would be the best option. I understand you know, that could potentially you know throw a wrench into some series or whatever. Um, but I feel that for the timetable they're wanting, best of five for the first two rounds. But... Uh, the conference finals and the Stanley Cup final will be a best of seven series. Um, that's not really surprising, um, but that also does let me to believe that maybe the first and second rounds could be um, your uh, they could also be you know best of seven series but again we'll just have to wait and see we won't know any of that until I believe whenever phase four starts um well not we'll probably know before phase four starts I think we'll probably know that probably around the time uh the training camps uh begin is when I think we'll start to know that um but before we uh get on into the uh, all the teams that have officially made it and clinched their playoff spot, so to speak, um, do want to tell you guys about Built Bar. Um, Built Bar has sponsored the show for a while now, um, so we hope you guys have gotten yourself a box of Built Bars now. Um, but if you haven't, uh, let me tell you about them. Um, Built Bar is uh, the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. It doesn't have a weird texture or taste or weird aftertaste like some other fitness bars do i know i've personally had a few that just have a really weird aftertaste or a really weird texture and not a fan feel like a waste of my money but built bars you're not going to feel like you wasted your, your money um they have an extremely high protein content and a low calorie content so for those of you guys that are you know in the gym well not necessarily in the gym but uh working out uh, from home, you know, trying to stay in shape. This is a great way to make sure you're not losing losing your gains, guys. Um, and they have a 
wide, wide, wide variety of flavors. I was looking on their website the other day, and they had more flavors than I even realized. Um, so there's something there for everyone. So you use promo code LOCKED ON for $10 off your first box of built bars. That's LOCKED ON, all caps, no space, for $10 off your first box. Um, so getting on into the um, brackets of how everything is looking. Um, let me pull that up real quick for you guys. So your top teams in um, in the Western Conference, excuse me, um, are, again, as we've said before, the St. Louis Blues, Colorado Avalanche, Vegas Golden Knights, and Dallas Stars. Um, in your qualifying round, um, you will have the number five seeded Edmonton Oilers take on the number 12 seeded Chicago Blackhawks. The number six seeded Nashville Predators take on the 11th seeded Arizona Coyotes, go Yotes. The seventh seeded Vancouver Canucks take on the 10th seeded Minnesota Wild. And the eighth seeded Calgary Flames take on the ninth season, ninth, ninth seeded Winnipeg Jets. Um, and so that's how. The West is shaping up there. Um, in the East, um, for the top four seeds, you obviously have the Boston Bruins, the President's Trophy winners this season, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Washington Capitals, and Philadelphia Flyers. For the qualifying round, you have the fifth-seeded Pittsburgh Penguins taking on the 12th season Montreal Canadiens, uh, the sixth-seeded Carolina Hurricanes, taking on the 11th-seeded New York Rangers, the 7th-seeded New York Islanders, taking on the 10th-seeded Florida Panthers, and then you have the Toronto Maple Leafs in the 8th spot, taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are occupying the 9th spot. Um, so I kind of figured that was going to be um, what we'd be looking at, but it's official now. Um, and each the top four teams in each um, conference will play, uh, have their round robin for uh, their seeding. So we're not necessarily, I believe, in kind of mock brackets right now. We're playing Washington. Should we beat New York? But there's still no guarantee there. We could end up playing Tampa Bay. We don't know yet. It all depends on how that uh, round robin goes. Uh, so hopefully, uh, my, hopefully it all will go well for the Hurricanes. I know people have obviously been talking crap, you know, saying the Hurricanes are scared of the Rangers, uh, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. They're not scared of them. <laughs> um, so we'll put that to bed right now. That's all I got to say on that. Uh, we'd be here all night if I went into that rant. Um, but We'll just have to wait and see. Personally, for me, Cup won't, probably won't happen. But a Carolina-Arizona Stanley Cup, that'd be cool. No, that probably ain't going to happen. But that would be that would be nice. My Probably my top two NHL teams there playing for the Cup. 
I wouldn't mind seeing that. Still probably the dream cup, though, would be uh, uh, Hurricanes and Avalanche. That, that'd be a nice one. The natural disaster. Stanley Cup. I feel like that would go well for uh, the COVID Cup. Or Corona Cup, or whatever we're going to call this. It definitely has to have a nice uh, nice ring to it. I still think, uh, in, in my notes, I had it you know, as like qualifying round or Q round or whatever, you know, abbreviating in, in the notes. But I think uh, for the qualifying round, it should be unofficially be called the Rona round, uh, considering this is obviously a one-off for the season. This isn't a permanent playoff thing, but I vote we start calling it the Rona round. But with that... Um, that concludes it for today's episode. Tomorrow, we'll go through. Uh, we'll get Walker's thoughts on this stuff. Should he be uh, available to record? I don't know what his work schedule is like. Um, and then we'll also go through the draft lottery because um, that was outlined in detail by Gary Bettman. Personally, I need to go back and reread those notes because that is very complicated. Um, but we'll be going over that tomorrow as well as any other news or anything that happens. And with that, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.